Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hello, Maisie. How are you? <laughs> uh, we, we're, we're up quite early and we've realised we're quite different people in the morning. Well, yeah, hugely different. You're um, quite a ball of energy like in the, in the day. Reg- yeah. throughout regular point like, I can't even speak you're a lot of energy throughout a lot of the day just to make people clear it's it's gone nine o'clock it's not like I've asked Maisie to do this at 7am yeah yeah I've I've gone straight out of bed and poured myself a coffee like I'm getting an early morning flight <laughs> And welcome to Big Kick Energy. Of, 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 oh, I can't speak. You do worse. it. <laughs> do you know what, Maze? I, I can turn that frown upside down. Go on. Who got nominated for an award? Oh, now this. Huge. This is big. Huge. This is big, isn't Huge it? Huge for the pod. Huge for Maisie Adam as an individual as well. Please, pray, tell the listeners. But Big Kick Energy has been nominated for a Sports Broadcast Award. How blooming highbrow does that sound? Best sports podcast of the year. Move over, Lineker. That's us. Well, we're, we're in the running for oh, it. I think we should win it. If you're listening, just give it to us. Sports Broadcast of the year. That sounds proper highbrow. Broadca- we're broadcasting. We are broadcasting. But you've also been nominated in two other categories, Maisie Adam. Yes, for three other awards, um, but I didn't. Three. I wasn't going to mention it, but you've brought it up. Uh, yes, uh, sports entertainment program. I'm nominated for two uh, uh, shows oh, in that goodness, one. Oh goodness, I had no idea. And then there's idea. also best social media campaign. Um, so yes, it, it, it's 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 uh, it's two other shows, but three other awards. Um, but listen, I don't like to get bogged down in details. You know, it's all it's all just a pleasure to be nominated, isn't it? God, you've sound really chipper in that one minute since we've been recording. You've really managed to uh, find those energy levels, haven't you, mate? Is that coffee just kicked in or are you feeling quite smug? It really has. <laughs> the coffee's kicked in and, and the four uh, nominations. <laughs> so just, just to reiterate, four, four, four nominations, three categories. Great to be broadcasters, eh? Amazing. Do you know what I clocked, Suze? Um, Go on. Because we're now broadcasters, I clocked. I, I don't know what this says about where my brain immediately went to but if you or I ever did Strictly Come Dancing you know when they come down uh, like the staircase at the top and Alan Dedicote says like who you are and what your job is comedian and, and broadcaster Maisie Adam yes we'd be comedian and broadcaster and her partner Giovanni Panice like so good so good of course you like Giovanni no I just think I, I no I I think I'd be with either Giovanni or Kai because they're tall not that I've looked up the height of all of the dancers to see who I would be paired up with god Angela Rippon she's amazing isn't she oh my god Angela Rippon's leg what now listen Angela Rippon's leg would be such a good fancy football team name <laughs> why didn't I call my team Angela Rippon's leg Linda's lovely feet it's the b-side to Linda's lovely feet <laughs> oh talking of um I think we'll talk about it later on in the show but should we talk fantasy football like oh my god are you into it oh it's huge. I'm on a writing deadline at the moment. And yesterday I spent the first hour of the day trying to work out 
if I had enough money if I transferred two other players to get Miyazawa. Yeah. Because I'm having a bit of trouble up front. Oh, what a conundrum. I had that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited uh, to see, uh, well, your your team and the results, of course. Of course. Um, but first, Suze, I think we should talk about, um, I don't want to say the proper results because, of course, the yeah, yeah, ours are results. <laughs> but let's, um, they're based, of course, of off course. of the real results. Um Seeing as you're now a broadcaster, uh, Sue, yes, yes, um, would you like to maybe uh, go through the scores in the style of the sports broadcaster that you are? Oh, I would absolutely love to. Here's the results for Sunday the 1st of October. Aston Villa 1, Manchester United 2. Everton 1, Brighton and Hove, Seagulls 2. Winning, go on babe! Arsenal 0, Liverpool 1. Bristol City 2, Leicester City 4. West Ham United, nil. Manchester City, two. Chelsea, two. Tottenham Hotspur, one. What an opening weekend, honestly. It had everything. It had a London derby. It had an unexpected win. It had it had a couple of red cards. It was exciting. When it's a London derby, that means just, you know, for the new, newbies like me, it means that it's two teams that are based in the same city. So it's... Yeah. Like, so it's Arsenal and... Tottenham or Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, traditionally, you'd go like, you'd go like the North London derby. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, of course, it's like Tottenham and, and Arsenal, so they have a big rivalry. But a London derby, yeah, I, I would I would always just say that's a London derby because it's Chelsea, Tottenham or whatever. And it's the same like if you had Man City versus Man United, it would be a Manchester derby. Yeah, Manchester derby, right. yeah. Okay, should we go through in a little bit more detail what happened on Lepic? <laughs> On Le Pitch, absolutely. Um, well, Le United. Um, <laughs> well, they, they Maybe scored... he does actually speak French. <laughs> I'm actually quite fluent. But I let the funky music do the talking. I loved Girls Aloud. We've had our first Girls Aloud reference of the pod. Love that. Well, Manchester United, they secured a winning start to the WSL campaign with a last-minute header from sub Rachel Williams in the 91st minute. It was a proper thriller, this one, against Villa. <sighs> Oh, well, yeah. well, that was sitting there for me, wasn't it? It's a thriller for Villa. Um, <laughs> but uh, listen, I'm not just saying this as a Leeds fan. No, it feels um, like you are. But I was genuine. I know, I know. Cause, but you know, I, I love that, that Manchester United squad. Yeah, you like, do. I, I love the squad, but I can't bring myself to say I like Manchester United. I just can't do it. Who are the big players for Man United? Well, obviously, Mary Earps. Mary Earps in goal. Of course. Uh, Ella Toon, yep. big, big name that we'll know from the Lionesses. Yep. They've lost Alessia Russo. Yes, of course. She's moved over to Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the frustrating thing was, is Villa were looking really, really good in this mm-hmm. game. Obviously, yeah. Rachel Daly's always of course. that ever-present threat. She had a couple of near ones. Uh, and then Villa go down to 10 because Kirsty Hansen got a red card. Um, now, Did you think it was deserved? This is it. Sometimes a red card is, um, you know, was it a red card or was it not? Susie... She could have joined the National Ballet with that high kick, Kirsty Hansen. <laughs> it was so high and straight to the chest of uh, of that United player. Was so, she the Angela Rippon of that she game? She was. She absolutely was. She had a surprisingly high leg. <laughs> 
So why, why does Angela Rippon's leg keep coming up in our podcast? We've barely started and she's had two honourable mentions. Because it keeps going up on her legs. I mean, so yeah, it, it absolutely was a, a, a red card. And bless Kirsty Hansen. She knew she'd done wrong as soon as she did it because she, she put mm. her hand up and tried to help the player up. And then ref showed her the red and she started crying, which is absolutely what oh. I... That, that's so me. I would, I would do yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'd do. Yeah. That is what I'd do. So they, they go down to 10 players. Then Rachel Daly comes through, scores an absolute screamer. Boom. Then Manchester United claw one back. And then it was so frustrating going into extra time. And then sub Rachel Williams, obviously incredible player, but like she, she's um, she's she's been she's been around for ages as RH, so she uh, she knows exactly what she do, and mm. basically she just gets herself in the box, Suze. And if if you got Rachel Williams in the box, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a goal. And she gets it done. Yeah. So that last minute header took it away for them. What do you think? What's your vibes on their new kit? Because I hate it. Yeah. Oh, Fillers. the sweaty kit. This sweaty kit, I, it looks so horrible. It's not good, is it? The sweaty kit. Um, no. It, yeah, I don't... Like wet t-shirts and women. Yeah, exactly. It's the last I mean? thing it's we so, need. It feels really... It's really Iron Appa, late 90s. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, thankfully, th- this is a problem that is... I mean, ugh, this is bleak sentence to say. Thankfully, this is a problem that the men's team have as well. Oh, thank goodness it's affecting the men. Yeah, yeah. The only place we get equality in football is when we both have the same issues with the sweaty shirts as the men. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a strange thing. It's been described as a wet look. It's been criticised by the men's and the women's uh, teams for retaining sweat. So does this mean that it deliberately goes out of its way to retain sweat or is it a problem with the kit that's what i can't work out that's like on stage that would be my in the summer it's like my greatest fear that i've got like especially if you're doing an hour of stand-ups like if you've got sweaty if you look a bit sweaty in what you're wearing i'm like it's gonna have to be a black shirt tonight yeah i i i gigged with a fellow about a couple of weeks ago and he he wore a gray sweater oh like a gray knit, knitted a gray knitted sweater and he put it on in the green room and I was thinking you are brave pal you are brave are you back on the open mic scene <laughs> no 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 I'll tell you it was after but it was yeah a, a grey knitted sweater and it, listen it 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 didn't pay off you know he had two oxbow lakes under each other <laughs> mad so it was it was a it was a gutting match for Villa really that's the takeaway yep yeah, if they keep that up, Villa Villa will be a force to be reckoned with. And it was watched by a record Villa crowd, Suze. Uh, Honourable on. mention to them, 12,533. Fantastic. Which is really good. Because Arsenal didn't have a great start. And they, they lost 1-0 to Liverpool. But, you know, they've just made this record signing. And, I mean, that is a lot of pressure for Alicia Russo's young shoulders, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're the biggest transfer ever in the women's game. And what we, what we need you to do is get it in the back of the net. Well, she went on a free, remember? She was going to be the biggest transfer and then she went on a free. Well, yes, yes of course. So, but I, doesn't, that, doesn't that indicate, Suze, what a player Russo is, that we're going, weird she didn't score on her debut. Like, what, yeah, right. what a high pressure first day at work. Yes. A record attendance at the Emirates. Was it fifty six thousand? I think I think it was fifty four thousand one hundred and fifteen. That's unreal. That's unreal. I was there last season for the Champions League semi final, and that was forty odd yes. thousand, and that felt like a moment. You know, it felt 
mega. 54,000. Well, it was record-breaking. It's worth pointing out. It's the largest in history of WSL. Incredible. So Incredible. And it's Liverpool's first away win since Jan 2020. Yes. So they must have been thrilled. Absolutely. Also, Arsenal, because they're an absolute powerhouse, Arsenal hadn't been beaten in the opening game of the WSL season since 2013, right? And guess who it was by? Who? Liverpool. You want to beat Arsenal on their opening day, get Liverpool on there. Um, I'll tell you what I did like. I liked Arsenal's new away kit, designed by Stella McCartney. Oh, did you? Are you a fan of that one? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was quite cool, and I like that they're different to the men's design. Yeah, they sh- and they should be. They should be. It's yeah, totally right. You know, as we've said a lot on this podcast, it gets quite a different audience. So why wouldn't you, as a club? Um, it it makes sense. I like it too. I do like it. Designed by Stella McCartney. I know. Get that. Do you know what I'm thinking of getting? And is this an okay thing to do? I really like the Brighton training shirt. Yeah, get a Brighton training shirt, Suze. They're the bright pink ones. Yeah, yeah, big fan, big fan. I'm thinking about getting one of them for the match on Sunday. Shall we move on to Brighton? Oh, go Shall on we? then, go on then. Now, let me tell you, so I was working on Sunday, I wasn't around, so I couldn't go to the match, but, um, and I couldn't watch it, but for the first time ever, I have set up alerts on my phone for sport. Susie Ruffle, who are you? So I knew that was going on. I don't know who I am, but let me tell you, it was Brighton 2, Everton 1. I was absolutely li- delighted. It was Elizabeth Turland who scored twice for Brighton in the third minute, so kicking off the game. Yeah, straight in. Really strong. And then in the 14th minute. So, you know, from from the 15th minute, yeah. it's plain sailing for the Seagulls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And worth pointing out that Katie Robertson, my favourite player, uh, she was involved in both goals. The first, a 25-yard shot. Like, it was so close to going in. Off yeah. the bar. Boom. Little head from Tierland. Straight in. Bish, bash, bosh. Yeah. We're 2-0 up. Yeah, so, so good. And, the like, her through balls are so good. Like, she's she's yes. so... It's so easy to, to sort of just, like, keep your head up and look at who's the nearest player to you and try to get a pass to yes. them. She's so good at that foresight to just... And, and have the have the, the, the braveness to just go, yeah, I'll, I'll send it through those just three whack players. it up. Yeah, really, yes. really good. I've started to... Um, I mean, this is... This is so embarrassing. But when we were watching um, the women's football show last night and catching up on a lot of the games, uh, I said to Mike, I was like, I actually like watching, you know, like the the, li- the lionesses who didn't really get many minutes because Serena plays some yes, of the same place. Yes, yes, yes. I was yes. like, we were watching Katie Robinson and I was like, do you know what? I can see why Serena does pick her now. And I was doing the same about Katie Zellum. I was like... Yeah, yes. yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, why Serena goes for Katie Selham? Because, you know, I was sort of saying, oh, she, she was a bit slow uh, chasing chasing the ball mm-hmm. in the Man United game. And then she took a corner that was absolutely beautiful. And I was like, uh, that explains why Serena's made a decision then. Yeah, yeah, no, fair play, Serena, fair play, Serena. Who do I think I am? Well, you think you're a pundit. That's who you think you are. I think I'm a sports broadcaster, and rightly well, so. I've got four I... nominations in three different categories. <laughs> Have you put your friend of mine, Katie Robinson, in your fantasy football team? I did. I put Katie Robinson in and I put Maisie Simmons because she's the only other Maisie that uh, I know who's uh, in the WSL. Uh, so it's amazing. You're doing, You're trying to get as many Maisies. I'm trying to get as many Lezers. So it's really good that we're... <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. Like, I don't think there was any question that you or I were going to put um, 
Brighton legend Katie Robinson in our football. Oh, yeah, she's got to go in. She's got to go in. Should we move on to Bristol City and Leicester City? Now, this was a great game, Suze, because Bristol City are the newly promoted team. Yeah, exciting. um, And Leicester were, like Brighton, clinging by the skin of their teeth to staying Mm -hmm. in the WSL uh, uh, last season. It was Reading that got relegated, but um, Leicester City and Brighton both really struggled. So fantastic for them that both Leicester and Brighton started their season with wins. Leicester came from behind to secure victory over the newly promoted Bristol in their opening match. Um, This was the game with the most goals uh, on Sunday. A 4-2 win. A 4-2 win. Uh, really, really good. You had Amy Palmer's stunning equaliser, which sparked a comeback just before half-time. Um, the Foxes are currently top of the table now. So this is, again, a very, very exciting indication of what sort of season we might be getting. For years, Chelsea have dominated. And I know, I know, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. It's the first weekend. But Chelsea have dominated. And then there's always been a slight threat from... Arsenal, Man City, uh, in recent years, Manchester United. What's so great about all the money that that is now going into the women's game and all of the attention that it is now getting is that we might start to see a few new contenders, a few dark horses. You know, Liverpool beating Arsenal in a packed Emirates stadium on opening weekend. That's interesting. Leicester City getting a 4-2 win in their opening one. Brighton against Everton, who've always been a good team in the WSL. It's exciting. Yeah. Talking of Man City, they had a good game, didn't they? They won 2-0 yeah. to West yeah. Ham. Again, with 10 players. We had another yes. We had another red card. Uh, Jill Rod was the new signing. She scored on a debut. Yes. Um, Which is great. Oh, it must feel lovely. That must, put, must be nice to get your feet under the table. Hey? Yeah, very, very oh, nice. That'd be a relief. Very, very nice. I wasn't going to mention it, Susie, but um, uh, I know that a few of my teammates will be listening. I actually scored on my debut with Seagulls. And just, you know, I, I thought when I saw Jill Rod, that's a feeling I can relate to. I knew every step of the way what she was feeling, having having been there, you know, myself. I'm sure it's, you know, I don't want to say it's a similar level, but I think our goals were sort of on a similar par uh, in terms of skill required. Chloe Kelly's penalty was saved by uh, West Ham's goalie, which was, I mean, it was a good shot, but it didn't get, but it meant that West Ham couldn't capitalise on having an extra player for the final 20 minutes. I am just ignoring that. Yep. No, Chloe Kelly's penalty was uh, was good, but yep, uh, Mackenzie Arnold, uh, really good to, to save it. So nothing to say about me scoring on my debut. I'm pleased. Good for you, Maze. Is that what you need? Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was dead chuffed to see um, Mackenzie Arnold sign for West Ham. Loved seeing her as the Matildas keeper in the World Cup. She's so good. She's so good. And also, she stopped a penalty from Chloe Kelly. Yeah. Need you say more. What a thing to do on your debut. Did you spot she did the little leg thing, Chloe Kelly? She did the little leg thing. She loves that hitch up of a leg. Next time I play, I'm going to do a bit of that. I'd love to watch that. I'd love to watch that. We're going to go for a kickabout soon. Now, Chelsea did win their opening match. Chelsea did win. A huge, huge game this. Uh, Chelsea, the undefeated champions, playing fellow London team uh, Tottenham. Mia Fischel uh, scored on her debut. Again, uh, an incredible feeling, but 
clearly that's not uh, something you like to hear about. Uh, <laughs> officials goal, along with Lauren James's strike. Lauren James! Of course yes. James was going to get on the score sheet. Of course. Boom. Uh, they secured the win. But Martha Thomas also scored a consolation goal for Spurs. Spurs don't have their captain playing Beth England. She's had, she's yeah. had surgery. Yeah, I saw that hip surgery. Yeah. That sounds old. Like a lengthy recovery. Oh, sorry. Um, yes. What, these women that are a lot younger than us? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. Old Maisie. Well, just, you know, a hip surgery is often, you know, that's sort of in line with going on a cruise, isn't it? Getting a hip surgery. I'd love to go on a cruise. Yeah, you Haven't you been on a cruise? Yeah, I went on a cruise last, last <laughs> year. Um, I did. Thanks for throwing me under that bus. I'm trying to keep that quiet. Yeah, I did. Thank you for. Throwing you under that sea liner. However, if if the Morella Discovery 2 would like to sponsor the podcast, just do get in touch. We'll do a live show. Why not? And, and it wasn't just Beth England that was uh, missing. Sam Kerr for Chelsea was also absent due to injury. Yes. How many people will have put Kerr in their fancy Yes. League? Oh, I mean, she's, she's right up front for me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute nightmare for me. Um, um, Fran Kirby, though, came on a sub, made her first appearance since February. So she's so good to back see Fran Kirby. So good to see her. We, you know, obviously, she was somebody who was a huge part of the Euro squad, didn't get to have her for the World Cup. She's such yeah. a good playmaker, uh, is, is Fran Kirby. Um, so excellent to see her back on the pitch. One thing I did want to bring up, Suze, Chelsea manager Emma Hayes, she called for the use of VAR technology at the top level Mm -hmm. of women's football. She said it was embarrassing that a goal by Guru Wrighton was not given due to the absence of goal line technology. Emma Hayes saying, you know, we had it at the World Cup, we had it in the FA Cup final, but not the semi-finals. It's it's always going to be a point of contention, the use of VAR, because people either love Mm -hmm. it or they hate it. Um, What's your vibe? Where are you on it? I think it's a good thing if it's used correctly. And the reason it's quite a thing to bring up this this weekend just gone is, of course, in the men's game, there was uh, a big, big contentious point. Basically, Spurs played Liverpool. Liverpool had a disallowed goal saying that one of their players, Louis Diaz, he was offside when he scored it. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem was it was human error that got it wrong. So... It goes to be checked by VAR and that's being relayed back to the ref on the pitch about, yep, check complete, it's fine. And they basically said it wrong. They'd said check complete when they hadn't really fully checked it. It was a human error, even though VAR, which is the computer, that that, that showed he was onside, it was fine. The humans had, had, had got it wrong. You just need to have a system where a game can't even continue playing until we're absolutely sure that everything has been checked. And if there's a mistake made, you can go, whoa, whoa, pause play. Sorry, that goal was given because it was onside. VAR did this really stupid point, really, where it's it's doing a great job if it does the job. You know, during during the 2021-2022 season, uh, she said, we sell our game short. I feel like second-class citizens. And it, it comes back to that thing, doesn't it? Of like, we're const- if, in what ways are we going to constantly feel second mm. to the men's game? And it should be that if, if the men have got VAR, we've got VAR. Can I just tell you one thing? Yeah. Quickly. Didn't even know the men were playing this weekend. Um, <laughs> Love that for you. Love that for you. Not even across it, mate. And literally, it was. So, I could see when I was saying about the Tottenham Liverpool, you were like, 
you just sort of got that thousand yard stare. Don't care, mate, don't care. I mean, it was great seeing the game on BBC Two on a Sunday. Yeah. It was great seeing that TV coverage. Mm-hmm. You know, that in line with with record attendances uh, is is just again further indications of the growing interest in the sport. And in in many ways, it is light years ahead of the men's game. We've spoken about that in terms of inclusivity, representation, but also, as we've touched on, there is still clearly tons of work uh, to be done. Should we go through a little bit of other news, maybe in our broadcaster style? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Like the broadcasters we are. Blackburn Rovers are currently top in the championship after beating our friends at Lewis FC... 2-0. Lewis are currently the bottom of the league. And um, We should also mention our friends in the north, the Scottish Women's uh, Premier League, where Rangers are currently top after a massive, are you ready for this? 12-0 over Montrose. Okay, so American Carson Pickett has become the first player with a limb difference to be featured in EA Sports FC 24. Uh, The National Football Museum has linked up with the WSL to highlight the women's game. The Manchester Museum is aiming for 50-50 gender representation in future exhibits. Oh, Mace, that'd be a good place for us to go and do an OB. A little little outside broadcast, wouldn't it? We could get the train up. Oh, look at you using... um industry terms i didn't know what ob was there it's an outside broadcast i babe. thought it was obvious broadcast well it's that too we should do that shouldn't we that would be a fun thing to go and do for an afternoon i love the national football museum i've been a few times i've never been of good. course yeah if you live in manchester and are visiting um let us know what you think but also when you're there be like you guys should have the big energy people here that was really good yeah oh that'd be great yeah if you could do that thanks uh the vicky park rangers fc a girls football team initially oh lost... yes yeah did you hear about this they lost access to their pitch due to what tower hamlets council described as a processing error Yes, I mean Ugh. this. This, if you didn't see this, it sort of blew up. Thankfully, on 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 Twitter, my friend alerted me to it because it, it's it's their team. Um, but basically, their training slot was given to a men's team, Ugh. and they were initially offered alternate slots that were not suitable for the club's league games or too late at night. You know, this is a young girls' yes, team. Yes, yes, yes. They need to be able to access it at the same time where they could all make it. And make sure um, they can get home safely was, afterwards. Exactly, exactly. It's like these things need to be considered. It's so frustrating. And it happens all the time. You know, they've gone through the official route of getting this this pitch, that, you know, applications with the, the council. They've been granted mm-hmm. it. And then it was just given to uh, this other, like, blokes team. Um and every time they tried to raise it with with the council, it wasn't it wasn't going anywhere. But after public outcry, media it's coverage, been sorted now, hasn't it? Yeah, um, direct involvement from the mayor's team, um, and a little retweet from a couple of big kick energy legends. The club have secured <laughs> an agreement uh, allowing the team to train midweek on a three G pitch in Stepney Green for the next three years. Go on, girls. That's good. Well done. I mean, the I'm, thing is, a lack of. I'm sick of it happening, Suze. It happens all yeah. the time, like, and at so many levels. The amount of times, like, even me with my my team, that we turn up and you have to kind of, it's it can be quite an intimidating thing sometimes. Is you have to go mm-hmm. up to some, you know, and it is. I, I don't want to, you know, all men it, but the amount of times you've got to go up to a, a big team of lads and be like, lads, I think we've booked this pitch. All right, when when from? And you're like, come on, let's not have to get our emails out here. Like, you know yeah, it's ours. It's come just, on. So, yeah. Um, it's just that sort of, that entitlement that football, the pitch belongs to them yeah, more. Yeah, just ridiculous. So I'm really, really glad for Vicky Park Rangers FC that that's been sorted. Uh, and they've got three years access. God, they'll be lionesses by then. They might well be. 
They might well be. Yeah. And it, again, it comes back to respect and equality and, and how we see girls playing football. But do you um, know what? I, if, if you can like flip this into a positive, which you know I love to do. Yeah. I love to find a positive. Just think, I don't think four years ago there would have been a public outcry or media coverage or involvement so from right. the mayor's team. I think that that's a real step in the right direction of how the football is being viewed. The fact that so many people got involved, it was even covered in the press, that people care. And so I really, think, really you know, good. if we can find a positive there, it's that people care about girls being able to train and too right. Absolutely, yeah. Loads of people have joined our WSL oh, league. Oh my goodness! So we many. The so. website. It was we so funny. We crashed the website. How amazing is that? We've had like over three hundred, probably four hundred now. now. Is it four hundred? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So many of you uh, joined, and uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to race through some of some please of my favourite team yeah, names uh, in a second. Um, but we did ask you originally how to pick your WSL team. And so I think we've got a couple of emails, haven't we, Suze? Yes, we about do About how people came to those decisions. Okay, so here we go. Grace said, my family are Chelsea fans, but I live up north now. I wanted to pick a local team. But as, as I am footy and beauty mad, I picked the team that gave me the most hun energy. <laughs> and picked Man United. It's got to be Man United. Ella Toon and, and her commitment to the lashes. And also Katie Zellum and her commitment to nails and lashes that sealed it for me. This is so good. There was so much brilliant content around the World Cup of um, Tooney and Katie Zellum going swimming like in the sea and making sure that their goggles went over the lashes so it didn't Uh, ruin the lashes. Absolutely fantastic. Did you see that really funny clip where um, somebody asked Ella Toon, like it was like fill in the blank and it said, Blank has been my favourite part of Australia. And Ella too just immediately went, playing in the sea with my friends has been my favourite part of Australia. And then she suddenly clocked what she said and she went, sorry, I mean, making my World Cup debut against <laughs> AT has been my... And then she was like, but I'm having to also playing in the sea with my friends with my goggles on. So pure. It's so, so pure. pure, I love it. But yeah, if you're going to go for the most hun-heavy team, Katie's yeah. element, Ella Toon are carrying that there. Absolutely. Sarah has chosen to follow Arsenal because her ex is a Spurs fan. Love the pettiness there. Love that. <laughs> Absolutely here for that. Very, very good. There's another Arsenal supporter, uh, Scarlett, who says, the way that I chose my team was to purely spite my brother who's a Man United fan. Um, absolutely love that. Who does Mike follow in the WSL? Your Mike? Oh, my Mike. <laughs> my Mike. Uh, uh, I guess Brighton as well. Yeah. He's, he, I think he's picked Brighton. I'm so excited to tell you his uh, fantasy league team name you're going to absolutely love it who does alice support does she have a team yet we're we're all brighton we're a brighton house we're all seagulls i'm getting us all shirts this week are you actually i'm getting us all shirts mate yeah i am love that i can't help it i'm in now i'm in i'm in deep oh my god oh my god um we've had an excellent email uh so it's probably (laughs) my favorite email we've we've ever had really Um, go on i haven't seen this one Helena writes, uh, I adored the Julius Caesar nickname for for Goosey this week. Thought a suitable nickname for Pacey could be Dyslexia Patellus. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect. Helena, take a bow. Yeah, Helena. Take a bow. She's getting a writing um, credit this week. Incredible. And speaking of 
excellent names. Yes. Let's move very quickly to this fantasy league that we've set up. So if you listened to the episode uh, last week, we yep. set up our own league, which you can still join uh, via the web address, uh, net. So old school, love that. Um, fantasywsl.net. And then you just use the code BIGKICKENERGY, all one word, all capital letters, join our league. Now, I've just checked. Yeah. I've just checked, Maze. The reason that we crashed it is because oh, we've got 476 members. Oh, my members. God. That's so good. That's, That's so amazing. good. Um, it, it's amazing, but we should stress. So um, good. It, it, uh, please be patient because th- there is so many of you and it's run by two volunteers, a husband and wife team who run the site in their spare time. So shout out to D- Danny yes. and Jimmy for doing this. Um, and we're sorry that we crashed the site over the weekend. We're sorry, not sorry. Yeah, we're sorry, but also... Oh my God, guys, thanks for setting it up. But isn't this so cool? That's what happens when two broadcasters set up their league, Susie. That is true. That is true. With the broadcasters, don't you know? Uh, what did you name your team? So I went for Goosey's Gals. Nice. What did nice. you go for? The Rufflers. Oh, lovely. Lovely stuff. Do you like that? Lovely stuff. I, I- wondered whether you were going to go for the Adam family. Yeah, I did debate it. I did debate it. But I, I, well, some of us are thinking about the brands here, uh, Susie. And, you know, we're Goosey and Pacey. But anyway. Yeah, but, but, but I'm a rough more. <laughs> Can I take you through some? I've been going through all 400 of the team yeah. names. And I just want to give some honourable mentions to some of our fantastic listeners who've come up with some yeah. absolute corkers of some names. Yeah. Got Merper on the dance floor. We've got Leah Galton's neck tattoo. Very obsessed with that. Uh, we've got Jill Scott's best mate. Could have just called it Maisie Adam. We've got Oops Upside Your Head. We have four Oops yes. Upside Your Head. Pitch Please by Victoria Greenwood's done that one. Uh, Dancing in the Toonlight. This one's excellent. Are you ready for this one? Bed Knobs. Knobs like Jordan Knobs. Bed yeah. Knobs and Toon Sticks. Big fan of that. Oh, that is good. That's really good. Who's that? Who's uh, is that? Do that's, you know? Yeah, that's by Ashley Weir. Push the Hempo yeah. by Erin Carr. Let's go, goals. Connie Bins, amazing. Oh, really good. Amazing. Really love this one. You Belong With Mead, brackets Taylor's version, by Abby Ruggles. Oh, yes. So good. Linda's Lovely Feet is in there. Weeg Man, I Feel yeah. Like a Woman, is in there. Oh, that's very good. Club Tropicana Drinks FC, Writings on the Wall. Such good names, everybody. Thank you so much for this. What was Mike's? Mike's uh, has incorporated two of your great loves, Susie Ruffle. It's musical theatre based. And it contains one of your favourite players. Mike's team Go on. is Do Re Miyazawa. Really good. It's good, really isn't it? Good. It's good. Really good. You can't argue with it. It's it's very good stuff. He also had uh, a strong contention for Guerrero Roche. So if anybody would like to use that, <laughs> do get involved with that. Uh, it's it's yours for the taking. Really, uh, really good. Thank you so much for getting. Oh, and also, I want to give a, a quick honourable mention to uh, Sam Unstead, who called her team Hello Nan, it's Ella. Another excellent clip of Ella Toon, if you've not seen these, Suze. I think it was it came from an interview of, of Alessia Russo and Ella Toon because they're very, very good mates. And yeah. Alessia was asked to do an impression of, of Ella Toon. She said, oh, yeah, she does this thing where she always, Ella Toon always rings a nan and sort of, oh. you know, like keeps in touch with her, but has to speak really loudly and it's on speakerphone <laughs> and a nan can never hear her. So Alessia's impression was of Ella going, hello, nan, it's Ella. It's Ella. Can you hear me? And it's just constant. And there's since been loads and loads of clips of Ella ringing a nan going, nan, nan, it's Ella. Oh, I love that. So great team name, Sam. 
called Hello Nanitzella. Really, really good. Uh, how did you get on with your team with the Rufflers, Suze? Um, I've got 29 points. Have you really? I thought I had 27, but I've actually got 29. Oh, I thought I'd beaten you. I've got 29. No, we're we're on the same page, but I'm not doing as well as I thought I would. I've got an absolutely banging team, and I don't know how this has happened. But who did you are. put up front then? I've got Kelly Daly and Kerr, but of course Kerr's out. Yeah, but still, that's a that's so, an amazing front three. And I've got and I've got Leah Williamson, but she's got a knee injury. Yeah, so I don't really know famously. What to do about that. Yeah, and I know, I know, I know. And but but I, but she was back on the pitch. I looked on. Her website and she was yeah. training. Yeah, she was not running around a bit. I mean, she her was scoring goals for a while. Maybe not even like getting any minutes for a bit. Susie. I've got, I've got Robinson in the midfield. I thought she'd whack it up to Kelly. Kelly would pop it straight in. What, you, you thought you thought Brighton's Katie Robinson would pass to Chloe Kelly yeah. for Man City? No, in my team. Oh, in your team, in this virtual yeah, world. Right, yes. yeah. Sorry, yeah. But I'm a manager of a football team. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you'd and be I'm... like... um? As a manager, do you think you'd be like Serena Vigman and be like a sort of small, like sort of quite um, polite presence? Small Dutch lady. No, not a small Dutch lady. Or do you think you'd be like the booming voice of Emma Hayes? I think I'd be like the booming voice of Emma yeah, Hayes. Yeah, I think you would. You've got you've got big Hayes energy. To the top of the leaderboard, should we just give them a little honourable mention? Oh, yeah, do. So at the top, we've got Blue Yankees. Second place is Hobnobs. Third place is going for bronze. Of Good course, man. we can't get bronze in this, can we? Because she plays for Barcelona. No. Is that right? Is that yeah, why I yeah. find her? Yeah, but yeah. 52, 51 and 49 points for those top three. Well done. Well done. So you can still join. Big Kick Energy is the league name. You can always get in touch with us. Remember that. Please do. In fact, um, our email is uh, bigkickenergypod at gmail.com. And on Gram, we are Big Kick Energy. Maisie, do you want to quickly go through the fixtures so everyone knows what we're looking forward to? Yes, absolutely. At 7.30, you've got Manchester United versus Arsenal. Big, big game there. You've got the Huns Mm -hmm. versus, I don't know, someone's ex. Then on (laughs) Sunday the 8th, Sunday the 8th, uh, it's your team and mine, Suze, the Seagulls. Seagulls are playing West Ham. Are you going? I think so, yeah. Oh, amazing. I think we're we're going as a family. Oh, God, have the best time. Is a a three-year-old too young for football? No. Does the indoctrination start now? Absolutely not. It's a project. It's a project. Yeah, we'll call it it Project Mead. Manchester City playing Chelsea at 12.30. Tottenham Hotspur playing Bristol City at 2. Leicester City playing Everton at 3. And then in the evening, Liverpool going hopefully for their second win, but against Aston Mm -hmm. Villa at 6.45. And you can watch that one on Sky Sports. And also the the Manchester United and Arsenal game on that's on Sky Sports as well. I hope you have the best time, Suze, at Brighton. Thanks. Well, I really, yeah, I really hope that I can make it. It looks like I'm going. Predictions? Uh, Come on. I reckon 2-1 to Brighton Hove. Exactly. There you go. There you go. And you'll get to see Mackenzie Arnold. Yes, I will. And Katie Robinson. Very exciting. Of course. Yes. Um, yeah. 50 yards at all time, like the restraining order says. Oh, don't say that. She's so much younger than me. I could be her mother. It's not like that. I just want to be her friend. Very exciting times. But join us next week on Big Kick Energy, where you will have top-notch football analysis and chit-chat from me and Maisie Adam. From us? Yeah. Top-notch because we're broadcasters. Of course. <laughs>